North Korea, obviously, since you're near South Korea, and it's to show uh, that fat guy uh, who uh, Trump has called Rocket Man on Twitter. <laughs> uh, he's messing with that guy. Called him Rocket Man. It show him we mean business. Three things that I think you need to know. Uh, and there are some other things that I saw that I was like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, by the way, do you, uh, over the weekend, Nikki Haley. Oh, Nikki Haley was all over it. Uh, Nikki Haley said, um, North Korea will be destroyed if they continue their reckless behavior. Those are some powerful words right there. Now, I can be warned. They're going to be destroyed. They'll be destroyed. Trying to head it off at the pass, okay, which is, which is cool. Uh, there are some things that I saw. From over the weekend that I was like, oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. Uh, it's not just me. I don't know if you remember this story. Did we do it on Friday or was it Thursday, the cactus story? Maybe it was, th- it was Thursday. It was Thursday, yeah. Thursday. Okay, Thursday. Uh, and uh, we had friends. Actually, we had friends stop over yesterday. My buddy's wife's like, I was listening to you talk about the, the fact that we're apparently giving a cactus, the business leaders, giving a cactus to... Uh, the owner of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, is sending it to his home in Seattle. So I was cracking up, cracking up at that. Everybody is laughing at this, except for the, it's almost like the elitist swamp here in Tucson. You have the media dopes that just, oh, like, the, you know who did the story on that was uh, the curmudgeon over at uh, Tucson News Now, KLD, uh, Bud Foster, with his hair and his pants jacked up to his nipples. We've gone over that. That's what old men do. I, I, I will break the trend, by the way. Ryan, will you break the trend, too? Uh, no more of jacket. Oh, you think you? Is I need the support. If you know what I mean. Sick. Well, you know, it's tough getting old and being fat. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I'm telling you, I know. All right. Well, the curmudgeon jacks him up. <laughs> he jacks him, and he was like all thinking this is like some serious story. He needs the support. I know. I know. And if you missed it again, business leaders. Do we have those sound bites real quick? Because it's just too damn funny. Those because now we're bites? yeah those those sound. I'm trying to remember who were the guys that said it was. Uh, Joe Snell was one of them. Uh, there we go, right there. Where? Number yeah, there you go. That's uh, that's let's let's uh Take it from the top. yeah don't undo do that one. Joe Snell on why he this is the guy again. This guy he was he used to be Trio Tucson Regional Economic Opportunities. This dude was getting paid 312 grand a year to try to bring business in here, and there was like no business being brought in, so. Uh, Mesa, I know Mesa, um, I'm sorry, Marana, and I think Oro Valley were the first to stop paying their dues because they're like, why are we paying you? It's going up. Of course, Tucson kept paying, and as you can see, the business is everywhere. I know we have Caterpillar now. You think that's because of Joe Snell? I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, listen listen to Joe Snell telling the media. Because, again, they, there's no chance that we're going to get the Amazon headquarters. And, and I get it. You know, it's you know it's worth the college try, I guess. But is it worth torturing a cactus to make it happen. And where, where are all the environmental wackos, by the way? Can you imagine if somebody on the right would have done this in this town, taken a cactus out of the ground and sent it to uh, Seattle? You're sending a cactus that thrives. You're sending something that thrives in the heat without rain into a place where there's no sun and lots of rain. Torture. You, you know what's going to happen. It's going to die. No, it's going to mutate and become unstoppable. Ah. From all that water? Ah. Crazy. Ah. <laughs> so listen to Joe Snell on why they're doing this. Here we go. We're aggressive. Uh, mm. Others are going to see it. And so some of the fallout uh, uh, could be other companies realizing how aggressive we really are, and we're open for business. I swear <laughs> we will send a cactus to everybody. <laughs> Hug it. Hug it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man.
I swear this is yeah. Yeah. Well, this is showing everybody we mean business. I mean, we will kill a cactus to get business. Wait till we do something with the puppies. With the puppies, watch out. We are we mean business. Friggin' genius. So anyway, I think that's all we need from that one. We'll make fun of it again throughout the show. Sure. A uh, columnist from the Arizona Republic basically wrote a piece and said, Tucson's dumb. I got to give credit to my, my mom. Sent me a picture of a screenshot of an Arizona Republic story. And it, the, the title of her thing is different than what my mother sent me. And I'm looking here at the Viewpoint Sunday. Tucson proves it's too dumb for Amazon. What, so what it's, that, that's, that's what that is. So the headline on the actual paper is different from the website. See right there? Tucson proves it's too dumb for Amazon. Yeah. That's what they're saying up in Phoenix, Arizona Republic. Uh, and you know who's making And don't get mad at Phoenix for this. I know how much in Tucson they hate Phoenix. You know, I, I get it. But uh, it's not Phoenix's fault. You have idiots that are doing these stupid things. And then it's only us calling them out. <laughs> And uh, Linda Valdez, who, by the way, is not exactly a righty person, if you know what I'm talking about. She wrote this whole thing about how it's cruel to send a cactus and how it literally makes no sense. No sense to do this kind of a thing. Uh, so I don't really want to read what she wrote because it doesn't really matter. You kind of get the idea. I mean, she points out what a cactus needs. I, I get it. To me, the best part was something they changed online. Tucson proves it's too dumb for Amazon. It's not just me. It's uh, those fools, too. It's it's the these these guys that apparently are in charge of the economic development of Tucson, which is, I mean, look around. It's booming. It's, yeah. It's crazy booming. It's, it's something. It's something. Uh, so, yeah, that, that caught my attention. Uh, you know what else caught my attention uh, this, this past uh, weekend? There were some stories, uh, including one that I was like, oh, look at that. Look at that. Um, whether it's Mark Napier... Or anybody else that makes comments about the wall, you know, in Hungary they had an issue with illegal immigration, right? They, they're over in Europe. They want to make sure they, didn't get, they don't get overrun by people that may be radical Islamic terrorists. And by the way, if you missed this show on Friday, you can go to KNST.com to my page and listen to the interview I did with a Tucson mom. And it was two things, right? One was the fact that she blew the whistle on her daughter uh, being and a bunch of kids at Tucson Magnet High being forced to sit through an assembly. It was supposed to be like a cultural, uh, like cultural arts assembly for mariachi. But half was all about the mariachi director and other students saying how great, uh, how great DACA is and illegal aliens need rights. They got to take back what is theirs. And DACA is awesome and you have to support it. Turns out this mom is an Iraqi immigrant who loves this country and says that they hate us over there. And she talked about what it was like to actually live under a dictator. And in Hollywood, they tried to make Trump out to be a dictator last night in the Emmys, only if they actually knew. Anyway, you can hear that whole interview at KNSD.com on my page. iHeartRadio app, download it. Uh, I have a channel. Find it. Search Garrett Lewis. You'll see it. Follow it. You get stuff popping up there. It's there as well. This is options. All kinds of options. Anyway, Hungary. This is a story that I saw uh, from Breitbart. Uh, Hungary... The country, not like you being hungry. Hungary builds a wall, cuts illegal immigration by over 99%. Yes, by over 99%. Well, that's just terrible. They're humans. They need a place to go. How how dare they cut off... Wait, really? 
Yes. Uh, they put out, uh, they built a bunch of uh, powerful border fences. Border fences. Why can't we do the same here? Hmm? Oh, it's going to happen. Um, anyway, uh, fools. Oh, we don't need a fence. Oh, it's just not needed. Oh, it's medieval. Oh, it's this. Oh, get out of here. Speaking on the second anniversary of the government's move to seal Hungary's border with Serbia, which is also an external border for the European Union, the Prime Minister, uh, the Prime Minister's Chief Security Advisor, these are names I will not even try to pronounce, announced that the fences, you ready for this, have caused illegal immigration to collapse from 391,000 in 2015 to 18,000 in 2016 to just 1,184 in 2017. So it's gone from 391,000 to 1,184 in two years. The security chief said the system of technical barriers is the key to the success of border security. And without it, it would be impossible to stop the mass arrival of immigrants. They didn't even call them illegal. Just, I guess, immigrants. Because, I mean, they are immigrants till they, till they get there, I guess. Or migrants or who knows what. Random people. How about that? Random people. Crazy, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Hungary had to respond rapidly because there was a big migrant influx. It just, you know, nailed Europe because Germany's Angela Merkel said, come on in, no limit, come on in, you need something, come on in. We're not even going to check to see if you're a good guy or a bad guy. Just come on in. They so, need help. Line, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, now Hungary has twin fences peppered with watchtowers and patrolled by thousands of newly recruited border guards. Um, oh, wait, no, Germany. Germany has that. Anyway, uh, it says here, never, it's been steadily reinforced illegal immigration. It's slow to a trickle. Uh, oh, no, this is Hungary for all this stuff. They didn't have time to build a rock-solid wall, so they have the fences and a bunch of border guards because they needed something now, 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 now. So... Uh, it has uh, it has been steadily reinforced illegal migration. It's slowed to a trickle. George Soros is mad. UN Refugee Agency Chief Filippo Grandi visited the border and complained, "Quote, you ready for this? When I was standing at the border fence today, again, this is Hungary. I felt the entire system is designed to keep people, many of whom are fleeing war and persecution, out of the country." Uh-duh! Yeah. He called on Hungary to get rid of the border-spanning transit zones it has established, which will allow all asylum seekers to enter the country to be detained while the validity of their claims are assessed. Yeah, How Hungary's like, nah, we're, we're cool. And we have our own thoughts and ideas, so we're, we're good. We're good. Sorry, Ryan, what? How are they going to vet these people again? I, that's a great question. Because if they have a system in place that we don't know about, we should be using it. They probably don't. I don't think they do. I don't know how many people, how many of these people have like birth certificates, things like that. That's the thing. I know. I know. No, there's no way they could ever do anything like that. So, uh, yeah, there you go. How about that? 99%. Uh, happy Monday. We're late. 623. Matter of fact, uh, we'll get to the uh, the Emmy highlights at about 640 this morning because they were, they were just funny. Uh, however, coming up in about uh, six minutes, we'll do a quick one. Kellyanne Conway over the weekend. Again, asked, because, you know, there might be some confusion. What's the deal? Because the way the media is reporting it, what's the deal with border wall? Are they Chuck and Nancy hanging out with the Don? Are they going to get their way? This whole thing that there's going to be no wall, no funding for it. Wait till you hear what she said. It's coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. It's 641. 
How you doing? I know you're going to say good. It's Monday. Thank you for hanging out. Like my new Facebook page and follow it. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Very confusing name. Very confusing. It's true. Three things I think you need to know. Why you look? Don't look at me that way. It makes you special. Is that what your mom said? I. What? It's true. I'm trying to take that positively. She'll text you right now and tell you that she told me that I'm special. Thank you. That that's that's cool. I'm I'm all right with that. I don't know special don't know. what, but special something sauce. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Number one. <laughs> Uh, let's move this one up to first. I think this is a big idea. The London uh, terrorist attack that took place uh, late Thursday, early Friday. We talked about that. Turns out it's at the hands of, shockingly enough, uh, refugees from Syria and Iraq. Let them all in. Let them all in. You know who would be against letting them all in, by the way? That brave woman who was on the show on Friday who is an Iraqi immigrant. She's like, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. By the way, uh, Trump was right. He tweeted out that uh, Scotland Yard could have done more. They knew who these people were, and, of course, he was ripped by the media. Turns out they actually had one of these guys in custody two weeks ago and let him go. He knew. He knew. Uh-huh. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, I mean, do you need to know it? Well, we'll get to this one first. Uh, big show of force, uh, the Trumpster and our, uh, well, Mad Dog Mattis, Showing how powerful we are to North Korea. We are running drills, B-1 bombers, F-35 fighter jets, along with South Korean Air Force uh, fighter jets. uh, Drills right near North Korea. Uh, UN Ambassador Nikki Haley said, North Korea, well, if they keep messing with us, they are going to be destroyed. How about that? Third thing, I think you need to know the Emmys... Man, oh, man, oh, man, they, they uh, were so anti-Trump, so anti-Trump. It was nonstop Trump bashing. So he won. He got all the, uh, all the mentions that you can ever want. Uh, and, it, and, and Hollywood went to, they just, they showed how out of touch they really are with the rest of America. Three things I think you need to know. Matter of fact, let's play some highlights. Because this is how dumb they are. This is how crazy they are. Um, you know, I look at it this way. And I put this on my Facebook page at like 4 o'clock this morning. Um, these people in Hollywood, I mean, they love their money. But they really are socialists. And one of the reasons I can say that is because they just don't understand capitalism. If they really liked it and understood it, they wouldn't spit in the eye of 63 million people. Trump got 63 million votes. And what did they do yesterday? They mocked Trump supporters and Trump for, how long is that show, three hours? Yeah. Um, I mean, just how out of touch can you possibly be at a time? And this is how they show they, 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 they just don't understand capitalism. Nobody is going to the movies. Fewer people are watching television. And yet, what do they do? Instead of trying to win people back for their business, they continue to bash them. Apparently, by the way, uh, the new Jennifer Lawrence movie is, um, is awful. Apparently got reviews like the worst movie ever. And she said she's taking a two year break. Uh, I wonder if, you know what? How long until Jennifer Lawrence comes out and blames the fact that it, her movie Mother exclamation point, like Jeb exclamation point, was a low energy? Uh, how long until she blames uh, <laughs> it blames hurricanes and global warming and Trump for that also? The reason my movie sucked so bad is a global warming. And you, you better believe it's true. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my mom just sent me a text that I can't read on the air. It's not politically correct. 
to the worst degree. You want you want to see it? Don't read it on the air. Don't read it on the air. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, yep, and now you know why I'm going to put them in a home soon. All right. Suspicions uh, confirmed. That's yes, all I got to say. A bad one, a bad one. Somebody's basement. Anyway, let's play some high. <laughs> Suspicious confirmed. Such a jerk. Suspicious. Let's play suspe- yeah, that too. Uh, let's play some highlights yeah, of yeah. these uh, these yeah. maniacs because we had just short little sweet tidbits of these fools. Uh, how about this one first? I Issa Rae. Not really ragging on Trump. Let's do 39 first. Issa, I never heard of this woman. Apparently she has a show for eight on HBO. I don't know. So Issa Rae um, was asked who she's going to be rooting for before the show started on like whatever carpet it was. Listen to this. Here we go. Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um, everybody black. <laughs> I am. There you go. Uh, and that's not racist, though. Imagine the white person that was like, who are you rooting for? Everybody that's white. Allie Miller does that. She's the biggest racist ever. Black woman does it. It's okay. Because, you see, it's just not fair. It hasn't been fair. And there you go. But we'll get to that in a second, by the way, with the uh, black Trump supporter who is mad as hell at this whole thing about white privilege and everything. Anyway, white guilt. Um, this is a this is a uh, 38. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, Elaine. 38. She was part of the opening skit. She has a show, Veep. Never saw it. It's on HBO also, I think, isn't it? Sure. I don't even know. Uh, anyway, this is what she sang uh, with Stephen Colbert. Here we go. I'd like to vote for Selena Meyer. Imagine if your president was not beloved by Nazis. Okay. I mean, just, you know, what, 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 what more do you want to say? Um, Kate McKinnon, she played Hillary on SNL. She's, I mean, there's, there, listen, there's nothing biased about SNL. Remember when she sang Amazing Grace as Hillary Clinton right after the election? No. You don't remember that? Nope. She opened up the show and sang Amazing Grace dressed as the Hillary Clinton character. Because everything is going to end and it's all terrible because Hillary lost. Oh, yeah, that was... Oh, yeah. Anyway, Kate McKinnon got an Emmy for something on SNL, and this is what uh, she... This is who she thanked when she won. Here we go. On a very personal note, I want to say thank you to Hillary Clinton for your grace and grit. And thank you, my mother and sister. I'm so proud of you, Mom. How about the fact that she she thanks Hillary before her mom? She thanked Hillary before her mother for her grit and grace. Yeah, very graceful as she's blaming everybody and their mother for why she lost except for herself. I mean, Hillary is on a book tour where she is sounding crazy, sounding dumb, saying stupid things. Not one joke about her. I want to thank Hillary Clinton for her grit and her grace. She was very graceful when she got so damn drunk that when she lost the election and got violent and that she couldn't come out, she had to send John Podesta out to say... All right, go home. We're not. She's not going to come out till tomorrow. And then she came out two hours late to that. Remember that the next day uh, to give her statement. And then, of course, she said she got drunk on Chardonnay. She drowned herself in Chardonnay cheeseburgers and French fries afterward. Ryan calls that Tuesday. Anyway, uh, forty-one Chardonnay. uh, It's funny to think that it's Cabernet. Forty-one Donald. Some guy named Donald Glover. I guess he's a comedian in some show called Atlanta. I don't even. I've never even heard of these. Again, you want to win my business. Uh, I'm, you know, at some point, if they gave a good speech, all right, maybe it's a funny show. Maybe I should watch it. But then they say things like this, and I say, I'll never watch it. Here we go. Listen to this. I want to thank Trump for making black people number one on the most oppressed list. Most oppressed. He's the reason I'm probably up here. And um, 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, last one, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. Uh, no, Dolly Parton, I could see Dolly Parton being a Trump supporter. I don't believe she said anything. Um, nope. Uh, she just kind of stood there. It was like a reunion for 9 to 5, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll hear Jane Fonda first and then Lily Tomlin get angry. Listen to this. Yeah, well, back in 1980 in that movie, we refused to be controlled by a sexist, egotistical, lying, hypocritical bigot. Wow. And in, and in 2017, we still refuse to be controlled by a sexist, egotistical, lying, hypocritical bigot. Wow. And Dolly's face is like, ooh, okay. I mean, did she, did she know it was coming? I mean, I, even being up there, just the anger. Anger. Hanoi Jane, yeah, baby. Yeah. Only those people in that room applaud and take themselves seriously. Nobody else does. There were some other things. It's just not worth it. Sean Spicer came out in a podium, which I, he, I hope he got paid a lot of money for that. Why else would you go there? He's a capitalist. Anyway, uh, you'll hear what the what CNN did. A black Trump supporter was asked. There was apparently the mother of all Trump rallies or something like that this past weekend. Yeah, I know that, that one too. There's all these rallies. You can't keep up. It wasn't about Trump, but just people saying we're, we're all together. Uh, anyway, black Trump supporter talking to CNN about white guilt, and they cut him off. You'll hear it coming up. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. No reaction from the president of the U of A, uh, Bob Robbins, which is just a phenomenal name. Uh, Bob Robbins, MD. I haven't seen anything of you. I've Nothing has crossed my, I mean, maybe unless I've missed it, nothing about them condemning the, uh, the, the Immigrant Student Resource Center for writing those horrible things about Trump. Uh, fake things uh, about uh, illegal aliens and you name it, using taxpayer dollars to do this whole thing. Nothing at all. Nothing. They they wouldn't call state rep Mark Fincham back. I wonder if I wonder if they've called him back since. I think Mark would have let me know. So nothing from these clowns. And then you, you know, listen, we're going into debt. They keep on raising. Um, if they keep on raising more and more and more uh, the tuition, the fees, and that's what they're doing. Why is the money going to this stuff? And I've always said they keep on raising this stuff. And, and uh, apparently Doug Ducey thinks that they're raising it because uh, it, it's okay. That the Board of Regents is doing anything wrong. Uh, it's still very affordable. Uh, and the Board of Regents thinks that they're, they're okay with raising these things because the federal government has cut off funding. Really? Um, why don't you get rid of waste, things that aren't needed? We've talked about that. You know at the U of A you can minor in hip-hop. I don't even know what that means. Well, I know what it means, but like, what's the, if my kid's like, listen, I'm going to major in this, I'm going to minor in hip hop. I'm going to say, no, you are not. You could put on some music, but minor in hip hop, what the history of run DMC, beastie boys, ice cube, NWA. Uh, you could do all that on your own. You don't have to have me pay for it. Or are you going to debt over that? What kind of job are you going to get doing that? And it, whatever job you can get work in the music industry, do you really need to do that to, to get the job, I don't think I've so. Met those guys. Yes, we know. We know that you don't have to do that. So enough is enough. Uh, there, they, you know, Michael Goodrich, who works here, he talked about how he had to take a, uh, a werewolves and vampires of Eastern Europe class, yeah, or Eastern Romania, one of those things. They, they, there's just so many dumb classes, and I've witnessed when I was in college. I had to take Star Wars. I'd write, I'd write a ten-page paper on Star Wars. I don't think that's fun. Writing a ten-page paper on anything sucks. What? And I'm like, what, what? This is a movie. Like, what are we overanalyzing here? Like, what? 
There's no deep meaning to this. It entertains me. It, I don't, okay, you want it. George Lucas was high, and he wrote this. There you go. Ten pages. Boom, just like that. Um, I had to watch sci-fi classics. I mean, horrible movies from like the 50s. It was like sci-fi from the 50s. Like Forbidden Planet? I don't even know. It was just the... The Dave Yerst stood still? No, he was... Attack of the Trifids? It was something like that. The Pod People. Oh, uh... uh, uh, It was just dumb. It's a movie! Let's not overthink things. It's a movie. Anyway. um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes, Invasion. That was one of them I had to watch. Uh, It just... I had to watch a bunch of movies on James D. And by the way, the only reason I took these classes, it was the only thing that fit into my schedule because I was working full-time. I had to take upper level 400 classes. And I'm like, this is hard. I'm going into, that's why I made me mad about college. I'm going into debt over this. Still paying off the loans. What was your most favorite movie? One that wasn't in there. Go on. My favorite movie? Yeah. That's a random question. No, no, no. So you didn't have a favorite movie that you had to watch? Oh, no. God, no. Really? Yeah, really. Leave me alone. I watch movies to be entertained and to escape. Right. Like I like going back to watch like Big Trouble in Little China when I feel down. That's fine. It makes me laugh. Yeah, you don't have to write a, take a class about that no. and write a ten page. Well, there you go. But I could. It doesn't matter. Let me tell you. So get this, Kentucky Governor Pork Chop Express. Ugh, Mad Bevan. It was a Kurt Russell classic. I'll agree with you. Thank you. Uh, Kentucky has a two hundred million dollar deficit. The Kentucky Governor Mad Bevan told his state's universities, "Ready for this." Cut unnecessary degree programs to help balance the state's budget. Holy, holy, hallelujah, hallelujah. Common sense, isn't it? This is from Campus Reform. In a speech given to the Conference on Post-Secondary Education Trusteeship, you love that, huh? Uh, This took place last week. Governor Bevan suggested universities and colleges could, quote, find entire parts of your campus that don't need to be there. So, hey, Doug Ducey, wake up. Don't need to be there. How dare you? Listen, we don't need these teachers that teach these classes. They're just not necessary. He suggested eliminating programs because of the potential cuts the state could make and because they don't produce graduates filling high-wage, high-demand jobs. Oh, what a concept. Listen, he's got to be racist or mean for something, right? I mean, something's going to come out of this. He said either physically as programs, degrees that you're offering, buildings that shouldn't be there because you're maintaining something that's not an asset of any value, that's not helping to produce that 21st century educated workforce. There's not a lot of jobs right now in America looking for people with interpretive dance as a skill set. Somebody had to say it besides me. Finally, a politician saying this. Because I remember there's a guy that listens, and he may call up again. His daughter like majored in dance at the U of A, and I'm like, can't just go take dance lessons like i'm really what do you i mean take business classes and open a dance studio just hire a dance coach why are you going into so much debt the history of the dance who cares can you do it or not anyway so he said interpretive dance maybe you shouldn't be uh, taking classes about that because it literally produces nothing he said he also pointed out um previous criticism of french literature majors that's, the, that's every parent's worst nightmare. Mom, Dad, I'm going to major in French literature. Okay, where are you going to work? Arby's. Starbucks. I wouldn't laugh at that one. <laughs> I, I, saying doesn't take, anyway. 
There's a whole lot of kids sitting in their parents' basements and competing with people for jobs that are minimum wage or a bit better who have four-year degrees. Some of them have graduate-level degrees, he said. I challenge you to say to yourselves, if we're graduating 250 people out of our engineering school, why is it 250, not 1,000? This is great. And what are we doing? What are we going to do between now and 2030 and a whole lot sooner to make sure it's 1,000? And that's the point. Why are we doing it? Now, you can't force people to become engineers. I get it. But what if they only accept a certain amount of people into the program? They could accept more. This guy is going to be a presidential candidate at some point. Maybe in eight years. Who is this again? Uh, Kentucky, uh, Kentucky Governor Matt Bevin. Matt Bevin. Yes, he took on Mitch. He wanted to be the senator there, and it didn't work out because Mitch had all the— It was a different—it was a few years ago, but it was, it was closer than people thought. So he became governor instead. Good for him. Rather have governors as presidents anyway, because they have to. It's like the president of a state, right? Right. Reagan did it. Yep. Uh, I don't want a senator because they don't have to really accomplish anything. Look at McCain and Flake. Anyway, um, Kentucky spent one point two billion, one point two billion dollars on post secondary education in its twenty seventeen fiscal budget, about twelve percent of all appropriations. Right, third largest expenditure in the state. So in response to cuts worth roughly forty million in twenty sixteen, about four and a half percent of the state's budget, the state. You know, state colleges and universities raise tuition. So he's saying, why are you raising it? Let's get rid of the fat. Cut the fat. The University of Kentucky's operational budget for the College of Fine Arts was over $18 million. Fine Arts. Murray State University, operational budget, over $13 million. Moorhead State, great name. 2017-18 budget for the College of Arts, Humanities, and Social Sciences was over $11 million. So he's like, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Uh, get this, by the way. Even Obama criticized this. In 2014, he said, I promise you, folks can make a lot more potentially with skilled manufacturing on the trades than they might with an art history degree. Of course, he later apologized for those comments. Did he really? Of course. People were starting to cry. The snowflakes were starting to melt. Greg Postel, University of Louisville's Interim president said, adding more students to the engineering school would be a natural fit, but cutting programs would be, quote, dramatic. And that doing so would require an awful lot of thoughts. Actually, it doesn't, dude. You're just worried about having to fire people that are teaching things that literally produce nothing. Don't take this the wrong way. It produces, I don't even want to say baristas. It's an insult to baristas, okay? Uh, What do you think? Don't you think that, um, don't you think that government employees? Well, I'm yeah, just no, hey, no, it's all right. It's all right. Mm. Don't you think that Ducey should do something like this? It's about time a governor is saying something like this. But Ducey did the opposite. He said, I, th- this lawsuit that took place or that was filed a week and a half ago by Mark Burnovich, the attorney general, was a rhino. The only reason he filed the lawsuit is a double kind of a thing. It was to try to stop, uh, the Board of Regents, suing them for not listening to a judge by continuing to offer in-state tuition to DACA recipients, or illegal aliens is what they are. Uh, he didn't want to do it, but he was pressured by outside groups as a state law here that says if you're not doing your job, you'll get sued. And that's exactly what happened. So Brnovich said, all right, I'll have to do this. The 59th day of the 60-day window, he said, all right, fine, I'll sue. And he said, this also has nothing to do with really that. It's more of the fact that the, I think the Board of Regents is raising tuition uh, excessively. Ducey came back. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're doing just fine. No, get rid of the fat, man, from U of A, ASU, and NAU. Just cut the fat. You can comment if you like. 
880-KNST, 880-5678. I got another uh, beautiful college story that we'll get to. Uh, about 740 this morning, we'll get to the the Trump uh, gif of him hitting a golf ball at Hillary Clinton that is driving people insane. We'll get to all that, 721. Don't you go anywhere. If you get out of your car, listen to KNST.com. Also, you can download the iHeartRadio app and listen there as well. And your comments to this coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yeah, it's not good. 727. Listen, go to KNST.com right now. I put up the uh, the Trump GIF. It's a video. It's like six seconds. He retweeted it where he apparently hits a golf ball and hits Hillary in the back and she falls. It's actually quite funny. Yes. Yeah, well, uh, and I'm putting up another video of uh, somebody in the media frightened by it. Frightened. Uh, Of course, not frightened by Hillary's server in the bathroom and 33,000 emails being lost. But hey, this is really frightening, man. This is uh, Hillary's awful idea with Benghazi. Oh, this is frightening. Anyway, so we'll get to all that. We'll get stay, to all that in about 10 minutes. Stay well, away from the bathroom stay server. Stay away from the bathroom server. You need Febreze. <laughs> uh, high in the uh, mid to upper 90s today. Awesome. We're going to be in the 80s hopefully by Friday and Saturday, so that should be cool. Don't download anything for at least 20 or 30 minutes. <laughs> 880 you know I mean? KNST. 880 30 to 45 minutes. All right, let's go to uh, Dan. Dan, welcome to KNST. Hi. Good morning. Morning. So uh, I really appreciate you taking my comment today. I had I was listening to what you were saying about the universities, and I want you to know that I agree with that. But uh, I think I have a comment that may okay. help uh, sort of draw the line at what uh, majors to eliminate. Okay. <laughs> what, what, so you mentioned French literature, and yes. it made me think about my own major. I majored in Spanish. Yet you're speaking but, English. Yeah. Mm. Well, I make about uh, $350,000 a year. I'm a professional, and I wouldn't trade my Spanish major for anything. But let me ask you this. When you go to a Mexican restaurant, do you feel better than everybody else? <laughs> That's it. I certainly do. <laughs> Worth <laughs> every it. penny. That was the whole point. That's why I got that exactly. major. <laughs> All right, to pick up chicks at the Mexican restaurants? Hey! That's right. Uh, but, hang but on. The thing is, what? Spanish is a usable skill. It is a usable skill. You yeah. could also have saved yourself some money and just got Rosetta Stone. I'm, I know. I'm just, listen, okay, so what do you do to make three hundred fifty grand a year? I'm a dentist. In Spanish? No. Um, and so, so this is the thing about medicine, dentistry, law, lots of the professions that we have today. In order to get into those, it requires that you have some undergraduate degree, and they don't care what it is. And you can major in whatever you want and do those things. And it, I think it makes you a more well-rounded person, and it gives you some intelligence. But this is my point. You know, universities aren't, don't just exist to create um, technical skills like engineers and whatnot. They exist to transmit genuine knowledge and information. And race studies and gender theory and interpretive dance, they don't meet that cut. Mm-hmm. They don't qualify. Spanish is actually a thing. No, but, you, 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 you but, can use that in business yes. to make money. I'm not disagreeing you with can you do on that. that. Yes. You can do something yes. with yes. it. Yes. But interpretive dance and gender studies and race studies, that's just somebody's opinion. Exactly. There's no fact. There's no, there's no reality. There's no, there's no fundamental real thing that's being transmitted there. It's just a... It's a like people have said so many times about modern universities, it's kind of brain. It's a form of brainwashing. Yes. I'm just, well, what what I'm you're saying you what right now, think. I know what what you're saying right now is why those will probably never go away unless somebody has guts like that Kentucky governor, because you are shocking the hell out of people in college because all they do is base things for the most part, professors and and, and academic presidents on theory, and it feels good because yeah. they never actually had a job in the real world where they actually are going to be held accountable for stuff. And that's it. But you know. I think there's got there is some legitimate reason to learn uh, French, 
literature or whatever. I personally wouldn't have chosen that, but I chose Spanish, and it's a thing. It, it, it's, it, it, I've enjoyed knowing it and do, whatnot. Do you know other but, dentists, Dan? What's that? Do you know other dentists? Uh, yeah, I do. I know a few. Uh, uh Okay. <laughs> How many of them do you know? Do you know? Do you know any of them were French literature majors? No, zero. Okay. What are they normally well, made? I mean, they major in business. They do something. I, mean, uh, I would think I knew, business. I, I had would be a better. guy, who, uh, a classmate, who majored in flute performance. Uh, I had. I knew somebody. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm sorry. I flute performance. Yeah, no, no, I got that. Oh, mm. so that's it. You know, did he yeah, go to band can, camp? You can major in whatever you want and become a dentist or doctor or lawyer or you know. See, here's the thing, man. I thought it was just podiatrists that did that because they're not really doctors. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to get that nasty email from that podiatrist that listens now, doesn't understand the Seinfeld well, joke. Well, but, I'm one yes. of those too. You know, dentists, we're not really doctors either. So we. Next thing you know, you're going to have your own school. <laughs> you know what, though? I have some of, the, some of the things I'm most proud of with language, I, I did as a dentist, though. I've interpreted and translated in Latin America yeah, dental awesome. conferences. No, that's awesome. And I spoke in the Central American Regional Dental Convention in El Salvador, so I've used my Spanish for stuff in dentistry. Yeah, no, dude. That, that, but that, that makes that's, sense. Yeah, that's, that's good. And you could, especially being in Arizona, if you want to, you know. Clientele. Yeah, it might be oh, easier sure. for you to do that. So there you go. Oh, just, just uh, what do you think of that Seinfeld episode, the anti-dentite? Oh, yeah, I think that's hilarious. Yeah, thank you. It's <laughs> really funny. Do you know any dentists that have converted for the jokes? No, I just... No. <laughs> Sorry, just all, it just all it all comes out, you know, at this point. All right, listen, yeah. dude, you are... Thank you. Um, thank you so much for taking my comment. You got it, man. Thank you very much, and I appreciate it. I, pre- I appreciate that perspective. I always felt like he was too smart to listen to the he show. Was. He was. Like, he's <laughs> like, you guys are just immature losers that could never be dentists. I just, as a dermaphobe, I, I, I just wouldn't want to stick my hand in other people's mouths. Like, I don't know how gross that is. Just, I can only imagine what I look like when they're, like, open wide. I'm, like, back there. They got the big spotlight <laughs> on you, like, you're being interrogated. Yeah. And, you know, they're just thinking, this person, like, this guy's gross. Like, it's just gross. I'm I, always kind of weird about facial hair. Because, like, you, you, yeah, because we don't really shave very often unless we have to. Yeah, just the, and then it's like when you zoom in on it, it just looks, yeah, you're it's like. It's not cool. Oh, I feel awful for the hygienists and the dentists and. Everybody has to, and my wife, all that. It's just, I couldn't do it. Like, you have to have a certain something in you to want to get in there. Quoi? Yeah, something. To be detailed, to want Get in there and scrape around. Yeah, just let me, just, <laughs> let, me let me grab your tongue and just hold it. I don't want to touch somebody <laughs> yeah. else's tongue. It's gross. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> let me put my finger in your mouth. <laughs> touch your tooth. You're, you're, just a, you're just a rabid anti-dentite. I am. Uh, all right, we'll get, we have more to, get to, to, to talk about and to get to, including uh, the Trumpster being right we got to get to the gif that he did that made uh, the, um, uh, <laughs> sorry, I just got an email. Media, media. we got to get to the, the, the gif that made the media like almost cry of uh, the Trumps retweeting him hitting a golf ball into Hillary in the back because nobody has a sense of humor anymore. Uh, we'll get to that and also Trump write about the terrorist attack that took place in London, the guys who were behind it. We'll get to all that in about six minutes, 734 on KNST. Here is the latest from Fox. Fuck. 742. Don't forget, my iHeartRadio channel is there on iHeartRadio. All you have to do is search Garrett Lewis. Download the iHeartRadio app for free, actually. Download it for free at your phone, your iPad, your whatever you have, your device, your tablet, your this, your that, wherever you can get it. Uh, And then um, all you have to do is uh, listen. You can listen wherever you go. And I have a channel. I have a channel that's there. It is pretty freaking cool. Search Garrett Lewis. You find the channel and you're good to go. Uh, download it. It's free. It's there. And you can hear the whole interview I did uh, that I did Friday with that uh, Tucson mom who spilled the beans on 
Tucson Magnet High turning a cultural arts rally into a pro-DACA rally. More importantly. And then what it was like to live under a dictator and all the stories. Man, she... Why she loves Trump, what she needs to do, we're too politically correct. This is all from an Iraqi immigrant that lived under a dictator who witnessed uh, Uday, who, uh, Saddam's son, kill somebody in a club where she was. Just took out his gun and shot a guy in the head. No consequences. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. Hey, happy Monday. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, number one uh, is uh, the fact that we are showing some force. North Korea, we sent some B-1 bombers, F-35 jets, to fly do drills right near the North Korean border uh, with South Korean fighter jets. Uh, And Nikki Haley said, uh, again, North Korea keeps this up, they'll be destroyed. Wow, hello. Second thing that I think you need to know, the terror attacks that we were talking about on Friday, the bucket bomb, turns out the guys responsible are a Syrian refugee and an Iraqi refugee. Let them all in. Let them all in. But hey, that's cool. Uh, third thing I think you need to know, this actually I think is really good. Hungary was uh, inundated with uh, illegal aliens coming over the border with Serbia. You know what Hungary did? Built a wall. You know what it did? Within two years, cut illegal immigration over 99%. Yes, it cut it by over 99%. Walls do work. Three things I think you need to know. All right, uh, so if you go to KNST.com, and I'll put it on my Facebook page at KNST.com. Uh, it's Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. I'll put the link up there and everything. Uh, the Trumpster retweeted. Somebody made a GIF. Those are like the little videos you see on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, anywhere, right? Where it's just the same thing and it just keep, it like goes in a loop. It keeps repeating over and over. So there's one where the Trumpster is on the golf course. A GIF, a G-I-F. He hits a golf ball and then it cuts to Hillary getting on, walking up to her, like, I guess, campaign plane or when she was Secretary of State. I don't know. And she fell on her own. The original video is her falling on her own, but somebody made it funny by taking the golf ball that Trump hits and hit her in the back. But she tripped and fell on her own. I remember when that actually happened. It's quite funny. The the Trumpster retweets it. All the nasty things that Hillary has said about Trump over the past, well, forever, but over the past two weeks for her horrible book tour. Everybody's racist and sexist and it. This is what's making the media mad. Let's play uh, George Stephanopoulos. He was he was taken aback by this. This was, by the way, the the talk on Sunday shows. How could Donald Trump do this stuff? This morning, Ryan and I during the break were watching clips of Morning Joe with Mika's face, and she looked like she was about to cry. This is very dangerous. This is not safe. This is oh, calm down, lady. Just chill out. Nobody freaked out this much over everybody and their mother calling Trump a white supremacist and a Nazi. And it took place yesterday at the Emmys, for God's sake. All right, uh, here is George Snuffleupagus Stephanopoulos. Oh, stop it, not that. George Snuffleupagus Stephanopoulos uh, asking a question. Be very triggered by this. Here we go, listen. We had a tweet storm from the president this morning, including a retweet, uh, which showed, I want to put it up on the screen right now, which showed President Trump swinging a golf ball, whacking it right into the back. <laughs> of Hillary Clinton, she goes down uh, right there. Kind of surprising, maybe it's not surprising, but uh, kind of an alarming tweet right there. Kind of an alarming tweet. What about Obama giving billions of dollars to Iran so they can continue the nuclear program? That's not alarming. How about uh, Susan Rice lying on five Sunday shows about what caused Benghazi? That's not alarming. This is alarming. This. Bill Clinton... Bop and turn in the Oval Office. That's not alarming. 
This, this is alarming. But I can't say that. You I can just, say it. I know I can't. You sounded old saying it. But Did I? Yet, yet, yet at the same time, I sounded young, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> so uh, get this also. Uh, I didn't really talk about it too much because we were uh, we had a phenomenal interview with a great lady in here on Friday. Uh, but Trump's Twitter, Trump tweeting. Um, after the terror attack in London, the bucket bomb thing. He seemed like he was the only world leader that was mad. Like, I well, you don't want to show emotion. Bull crap. We're all mad. You know what happens when you're like Obama or any other world leader and a terrorist attack happens and you don't show emotion? You looked at it as if I don't care. I'm indifferent. Everybody else in this world is bothered by this. So Trump was pissed. And he tweeted out another attack in London by a loser terrorist. These are sick and demented people who are in the sights of Scotland Yard. Must be proactive. And as soon as he tweeted that, and that was like a, yeah, uh, in the middle of the night, right after the tweet, really early Friday morning. After it was, but it wasn't yet confirmed that it was a terrorist attack. What else is it going to be, right? What else is it going to be? Um, they had him in, 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 you know, they had him in the sights. These people were in the sights of Scotland Yard. Must be proactive. All of a sudden, the media started going off. How can Trump do this? Who is he? Who is he to say this stuff and to just go out there and say, well, it turns out he's right. Daily Mail had a story. Refugee foster boy, 18, arrested at Dover Port over Parsons Green bucket bomb, was first held by police two weeks ago, but freed as detectives raid home of the caring pensioner couple who took him in. Yes. Yes. So the Trumpster knew this, and he put it out there. Where's the anger from Theresa May over there in the U.K.? You know, uh, she was asked, let's play uh, Theresa May real quick, if you don't mind. Um, Theresa May, let's do number 35 first. Speaking with uh, George Stephanopoulos about Trump, not, they called it speculating. There was no speculating. He knew it. Why didn't she know this? Here we go, go. President Trump was up and tweeting this morning. He said that those behind this were in the sights of Scotland Yard. Is that true? Well, I don't think it's helpful for anyone to speculate on uh, what is an ongoing investigation. Uh, The police and the security services are uh, doing the work necessary to discover the full circumstances of this uh, Mm. cowardly attack that's taken place and to identify all those who are responsible. Well, apparently the Trumps knew. Why didn't you know, Teresa? Who's competent and who's not? He was held there two weeks ago. He's like, he's right. Scotland Yard had him in their sights. One more. You want to know what Theresa May is proud about? Do you remember she tried to act tough last time or a couple of terrorist attacks ago where she was like, enough is enough. Yeah, okay, good luck. Uh, Listen to this. Here we go. And I'm pleased to say that our emergency services were on the scene of this attack oh. Im- uh, immediately. And uh, once again, I admire and thank them for their professionalism and bravery. Well, that's just nice. Wouldn't it be great to uh, be happy that the attack would never happen? Be out in front of it? How about that one? No, nothing? They are weird over there, man. They are weird. So the Trumpster was right. 18 and 21-year-old refugees, one from Iraq, one from Syria. They're the ones that did this. Bring them all in. 750, we'll continue in 5. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 802, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Getting some fallout, by the way, because of Friday show. Because uh, we, we broke the story thanks to that brave mom. Tucson Magnet High, a cultural arts festival assembly for mariachi or whatever, uh, turned into a pro-DACA, pro-illegal alien 
rally. Well, a teacher was there, witnessed something that I have to share with you. It's coming up. Don't go anywhere. All right, so now um, I want you to remember back to Friday, if you can. That that great lady we had on the show. And the whole interview is at knst.com on my page. Uh, on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio, KNST's Facebook page. We put it everywhere. My iHeartRadio channel, download the iHeartRadio app for free. Search Garrett Lewis, and uh, and you will, you'll see it. And you can even hit follow. That way, when new things are up there, you will be notified. How cool is that? Now, this woman, uh, again, an Iraqi immigrant, her daughter goes to Tucson Magnet High School. She blew the whistle. She was very nervous. She doesn't want anything to happen to her daughter. And she said, uh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, my daughter went to an assembly, and it was supposed to be for, like, uh, cultural arts, mariachi, celebrating Mexican culture, whatever, and it turned into a pro daca rally. The mariachi teacher or the director got up there and started talking about illegal aliens. We, we you know, we we, uh, we deserve rights. What is rightfully ours? We got to take it back. Joked around about crossing the border. All this stuff. Then a couple of students pop up and say, DACA is great. You need to support it. All this stuff happening at an assembly uh, last week. Wednesday at uh, Tucson Magdalene High School. Um, now I'm getting I, and I had people listeners called the school, emailed the principal. The principal is named Mrs. Shauna Rodriguez, and she she writes quote and Shauna Rodriguez wrote to a listener of mine because they forwarded me the email. We never seek nor intend to indoctrinate students into a particular belief or way of thinking. Instead, we Seek to provide information to students that will promote critical thinking, allow for reflection, and promote an exchange of ideas. Really? How about that exchange of ideas that took place, huh? Where is it? Where is that exchange of ideas? It was one-sided. Anyway, we strive to ensure that all students know they're welcome at Tucson Magnet High School. We also ensure they know each student's opinions, beliefs, and feelings are as valid as every other student's. It's not what I've been told by parents that some students if they like Trump they're afraid to say it because we pride ourselves in diversity the annual fine and performing arts assembly includes our mariachi and folklorico students celebrating the independence of Mexico through dance and music it also serves as a means of expression highlighting the culture and artistic talents of our students this was at the center of the assembly if the information that was shared left you or any of our students feeling isolated or upset I apologize it was never our intent I mean, so she basically danced around this like crazy. And then I know that she acted as if she didn't know this actually happened. And maybe she didn't know it happened. But I was uh, going back and forth with a teacher from Tucson Magnet High. And he could see why I was upset. But he said it doesn't really bother me as much because this is uh, the, ma- the majority of the students share this opinion. So just go with it. I'm like, really? That That's... And then, and then he, he went on further, and he painted the picture for me a little bit. Not on that, but what, what actually took place. Because um, I said, why didn't you blow the whistle on this? How could you let this go? Anyway. He said, I mean, it's the same typical BS that you get from teachers. Uh, I, think, uh, I think high school is a great time for students to start exploring their own identities and becoming familiar with other views and feelings as they develop their own. Yeah, sure, that's great, but when they're not told that something is illegal, I mean, come on, that illegal is illegal. When you don't start telling them certain things are illegal, then but it's okay to th- think that it's wrong and you should support something that's illegal. That's that's over the line. Anyway, this teacher writes, as the administrator point, as a listener, 
It felt like you were insinuating that there was no leadership present. Because I said, where was the principal? What's going on? How could anybody let this go and not say, whoa, 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 let's, let's keep it just to the mariachi stuff. Let's not bring up the two high school students to lecture other high school students about why DACA is great and you need to support it and not have the, um, the mariachi director stand up there and say that uh, you, we need to take back what is rightfully ours and we need rights. I mean, who else is he talking about? So this, this teacher wrote, it felt like you were insinuating that there was no leadership present. I didn't see the principal there in person, but I did recall seeing at least two of the five assistant principals there during the event. So I'm thinking, so two assistant principals, at least two saw what happened. They didn't think that there was something wrong with this? At least two. And then I'm thinking... How big is Tucson Magnet High School that you need five assistant principals? Does it not make you a bit upset knowing that two assistant principals witnessed this entire thing? And they didn't say, whoa, 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 we can't, let's, let's not, let's not do that. Or let's explain it the right way. Maybe you think this affects you directly. That's fine. But let's learn now that Congress makes laws, not the president. Can't just unilaterally do this. Wouldn't that be the right thing to do? 880-KNST, 880-5678. And the principal's trying to deny that she had any knowledge of this entire situation. And I'm not going to doubt it. Maybe she didn't know. But if I was the principal and you really, you're really you telling the truth, you had no acknowledgement whatsoever. I mean, you, you didn't see any of this. You didn't witness it. You had no clue this was happening in your own school. But at least two of your assistant principals did and they didn't tell you? Maybe they shouldn't be assistant principals. Or are you all in cahoots? This shouldn't just go away. That should be the next thing that is asked. Why did at least, from a witness that I know that was there, a teacher that works there, told me two of the, at least two of the assistant principals were there. Why is nothing being done? This, and again, and guess what? Uh, TUSD, they want to get a bond pass to pay for new stuff. I mean, maybe we'll pass because they're, you know, maybe is Tucson just all insane right now? They, they do the, the sales tax increase. They do all that kind of stuff. Is it all nuts? Is it all crazy? Shouldn't something happen? What, do people make fun of my accent? Because I say mariachi? It's not mariachi. I don't give a... It's mar. Good. Mariachi. Leave me alone. Only after all the R, it's only one R. Mariachi. You know, I don't sit back and correct people when they say it's holobred. Okay. You do. You corrected me. Just you. I, you know, it, I. It's not holla my bread. Wife, it's holla. My wife, thank you, holla. Ha. Holla. I work on it. My wife, she's been with me for 15 years now. Married for 11 and a half. Greatest 11 and a half years of her life. And she still is like, oh, gonna get some holla bread. I'm like, you Gentile. <laughs> Stop it. It's like saying, I'm going to get some bread, bread. Enough. <laughs> anyway. Look, at they're just concerned about you sounding uncultured. I never said I was cultured. I take pride in not being cultured. That's why I don't like cultured yogurt or any of that stuff. Either. No culture. Enough. Pearls? No. Burrito. All right, you happy? That, no. Is that too not, much? Yeah. Burrito? Yeah. Burro. Burro. You know, we... I can't even do it. In Long Island, you say Oregon. 
Not Oregon. I don't know. It just happens. Oregon's all right. Oregon. Well, Oregon's all right. Oregon. Yeah, that sounds like something like some kind of a, a chemical. <laughs> on the table Have you elements. seen the people there? Yeah, they're kind of whacked out. Mm. Anyway, so how about this? I think something needs to be brought up, uh, and it needs to be to go to the school board to investigate even further, because apparently uh, there's supposed to be some kind of a statement put out and all this other stuff, and I haven't seen anything yet. They're hoping this just goes away, and it shouldn't. How much of this is going on right now that we don't even know about, right? That we just don't even know about. What if I never did this story? What if we never had this lady? What if she was never brave enough to even come in and actually share it? What else is? What else are the kids learning? Is there anything that your kids are learning that is just over the top, over the line? Any of that stuff? 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, we have that. We have so much more. I have some more um, school stories as well. Oh, oh, oh I, I, we'll get to this. This is like a Kate Steinle flashback. Uh, an illegal alien wanted for deportation, let go, and guess what? Killed somebody. We'll get to that as well, coming up in about uh, six minutes. It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. 87. It's going to be uh, 96, depending on where you are for a high today. Cool as that. Mid-90s. Remember that time? 73 out now. Uh, we're supposed to be in the 80s for a high by Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So uh, I'm digging that. I'm digging that. Ryan, you should like that. A guy like you, you're not going to sweat as much. You know, I don't appreciate that. <laughs> what, not sweating as much? I thought you would. No, not having the heat around. I have a pool for a reason. So I don't sweat in it. Ugh. I, don't try what, it. I don't know what you do in it, which is why I'm not going over there. Whatever you do in it, it's not sterile. But it's sanitary. <clears throat> I don't know. It's called chlorine. No. Again, go to KNST.com. Check out the the crazy video somebody made of uh, Trump hitting a golf ball and then hitting uh, Hillary. They put two videos together when Hillary just fell on her own, but they made the golf ball do it this time. And Trump retweeted it. And, and you'll see another video of the media alarmed by this. Alarmed. Isn't that nice? Alarmed by this. All right, so there's a, uh, there's a horrible story. I know that's what you want to hear, right? Horrible stories. But it caught my caught my attention over the weekend. A teen wanted for deportation. Yes, a teen. Would he be a dreamer? That's what I want to know. Would this guy be a dreamer? Probably. Was he DACA? Who knows? There's so much fraud. Teen wanted for deportation is accused of California killing. Yeah. Uh, the feds were tracking this teenager who was facing deportation when he fatally shot a popular community volunteer during a robbery in San Francisco. Remember Kate Steinle? This sounds eerily like that, doesn't it? This took place last month, August 15th. Four days after, sheriff's investigators say 18-year-old Eric Garcia Pineda, Pineda stole the murder weapon from the personal car of a San Francisco police officer. Isn't that that's what Kate Steinle's murderer did? Four days after the killing, this illegal alien, Garcia, Garcia Pineda, his monitoring device was removed from his ankle, triggering an unsuccessful search for him. No kidding. So, like, how are you going to find him when he gets when he takes that thing off his ankle? An immigration judge ordered him to wear the bracelet as a condition of his release from federal custody in April. Hmm. He's now been detained by immigration authorities, or he, he had been in December. 
released from custody in April pending deportation. Why? Why, right? Why? In addition to wearing the ankle monitor, the judge required him to routinely check in with immigration officials. Apparently that didn't happen either. Failed to show up for his August appointment. ICE said a contractor received a tamper alert on August 19th, but they couldn't find him. Uh, ICE told the man's attorney his client should report immediately. Uh, The sheriff's department says this guy was wearing the ankle bracelet when he was arrested on September 3rd on misdemeanor battery charges, and deputies removed it. Wait, what? ICE says the sheriff's department ignored a request to block his release from jail that day. They then later connected this guy to the killing of a 23-year-old during a robbery. So there you go, Sanctuary City. Sheriff's Department ignored a request to block his release. The ICE said, please do not let him go. They let him go. And now somebody's dead. Yeah, you don't think we need a wall? You don't think we need to crack down on these things? Enough is enough. 880-KNST, uh, 880-5678. There's always more. I'll get you what would happen, by the way, because there are some people already against this idea of repeal and replace the way it is. Rand Paul, number one. What is this new repeal and replace plan that apparently there are 40, 48 or 49 Senates voting yes for? Uh, Senators voting yes for this. I'll get to that. And also, uh, your money being spent. This is a big shocker, huh? Yes, you're a lot of your money being spent to create kind of safe spaces. Oh, yeah. Safe zones. I'll tell you about that. 831 now on KNST AM 790. We'll get to it in about six. Here is the latest now from Fox. How can a guy that's, well, let's just say he's not six feet tall have an ego that big? One word, stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 840, what? Did you what? say trickeration? Trickeration. That is not in my vocabulary. No, I don't think it's in anybody's vocabulary. It's a word that I heard from a crazy guy when I was in Waco, and I used it on the air all the time because it was just so funny. It's like trickery, but... But it's different. But then I heard, I think it was like John Madden or somebody used it in football. There was some trickeration right there. So it was right after that. I'm like, wait, what? What? I like it. It was like a crazy guy in the news, and I played the soundbite all the time. Trickeration, trickeration. I thought it was funny. And then it was used in uh, in football, which probably makes it not even real. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. Some trickeration for you. Uh... <laughs> Number one, um, is it Obamacare light? Apparently, the Senate is close to, they have like 48 or 49 votes, on to Obamacare repeal and replace. That would basically keep it the way it is, but instead of the federal government doling out cash, they give money in block grants to states. Okay. Huh. Still government-run health care. Anyway, we'll get you information on that. Second thing that I think you need to know. Turns out an 18-year-old Iraqi refugee and a 21-year-old Syrian refugee are responsible for the bucket bomb in the subway in London on Friday. And Trump knew it. They Apparently, uh, the authorities in London had the, uh, the 18-year-old Iraqi, they had him arrested two weeks before and then just let him go. That's why Trump tweeted out, you had him, you had it, bless you, you had it, what would you do? You need to be more, more proactive. Third thing I think you need to know, and this is uh, this is just coming out, the Hollywood Reporter uh, on the ratings. This is this is beautiful right here. Yes, the ratings for the Emmys, which was nothing but Trump bashing over and over and over and over again. 
Turns out uh, they weren't good. Adjustments could put the total audience ahead of last year's low, but the 8.2 overnight rating among metered market households is down another 2% from the previous year. Oh. That means the final tally for the Emmys is on track to slip below the 11.3 million viewers that tuned in last year. They keep turning off people. Over, They turn off 63 million. They do it every, every damn day. They just don't even understand capitalism. Why? Hey, I want you to buy my product, and I'm going to make fun of you right to your face. That works well, doesn't it? Yeah. This should be a subject in college. <laughs> Business, marketing. Trickeration? Yeah, that too. Uh, again, Michael Jordan nailed it when he said Republicans buy sneakers too. Uh, overnight, you know, football is struggling. And it was a horrible game last night. It was not close. Falcons and Packers. But more people watch Sunday Night Football. And people are not big on the NFL right now because of all the uh, anti-American stuff and not uh, and kneeling during the National Anthem and all this other stuff. Um, but that took a 12.6 overnight rating. The Emmys were an 8.2. So nobody wants to watch football, and they clearly watch football by about a third more. Way to go. Keep on doing it. Right, keep on doing it. Um, I was just told, by the way, um, the superintendent of Tucson Magnet High uh, had the principal write a statement that will be posted to the webpage this morning for parents and community members. I guess their own webpage. I'm assuming website. I brought to the attention of a uh, school board member that there were at least two of the five assistant principals at that event. So he's he's going to ask why. Why were there two, two assistant principals there and nothing happened? What's going on there? So we have that. All right, really quick. I don't want to get too wonky, and who knows if this is ever going to happen, but don't get excited. Is this just Trump wanting a win? This is, I mean, this is not, I guess it's just never going to go away, which sucks. All they have to do with Obamacare is say, we're not going to fund these insurance plans the insurance companies make so much profit to begin with. On these plans, they lose. Get rid of them. Stop offering. Offer plans that people are going to want. Compete, right? Compete. Senate Republicans in the Washington Times pushing to replace Obamacare with state block grants. Uh, Senator Bill Cassidy, Louisiana Republican, co-wrote this with Lindsey Graham. Anything Lindsey Graham does sucks. Anyway, Cassidy said, we're thinking we can get this done by September 30th. Republican leadership seemed to greet the bill with a shrug when it was introduced last week. <laughs> Eh. Cassidy said the idea took off during a Thursday luncheon that focused on health care. So he had seven years to do it and took a luncheon on Thursday, huh? He said the informal whip count stands at 48 or 49. Whatever. Um, Democrats are nervous. Under the plan, Obamacare money that pays for an expansion of Medicaid. That's what we have. It subsidizes coverage for many who buy the insurance on those exchanges, which all lose money would be pooled and instead given to states as block grants. So I guess whatever they think they need. So states would tailor the money to their own health care plans. So that's still state. Instead of federal government-funded health insurance, uh, it is state-run health insurance, state, individual states. It's not good. It would immediately repeal Obamacare's individual, individual mandate, requiring people to get, a, get coverage or pay a tax. Hmm. Scraps the medical device sales tax that came into effect in 2010. Cassidy said people are coming out regularly saying they're for it, either privately or publicly. Rand Paul's against it. 
He said it's Obamacare light, leaves in uh, 90% of what Obamacare is. Senators Ron Johnson, Wisconsin, Dean Heller, Nevada. Heller faces a tough re-election bid next year. They signed on to the plan. Uh, Mr. Paul said he doesn't. Senator Susan Collins, a main Republican, even though she's a complete waste, rejected these ideas. She's not sure how this plan would affect her state. Isn't it funny how one is like, I don't know how it's, it'll affect my state, but then these other guys are like, I'm on it because it sounds good. People want to hear it. Senator John McCain, Arizona Republican, said he supports the bill but wants hearings further straining the calendar. Which, you know, it's... You might find out what's in it before you vote on it, shouldn't you? That's backwards. Find vote out. on it. Yeah, then, then you then find, find out what's yeah. in it. Thanks, Nancy. You're welcome. Thanks, Nancy. Um, I guess uh, I guess they're not really too high under the White House, whatever, which is a good thing to me, at least. Uh, under this plan, funding would be block granted to the states based on their share of people who earn 50% to 130% of the federal poverty level. So the more people you have in that category, the more money you get. And starting in 2024, the level of funding would be partly based on enrollment levels. The needier population, so governors had to have incentives to help low-income people instead of spreading the money to people who don't need it. Okay. Good luck with that. We'll see what happens. But don't the media is going to just try to, oh, here we go, we could get it done. Get what done, right? Enough is enough. All right, so we have that. Now I want you to hear something else, because I'm, I'm not getting overly excited about that. I'd like something to be done. It's still government-run healthcare. Just end it all, man. Just end it all. Um, now, how about this? This is a crazy story. Your tax dollars, baby. Uh, this is why we need so much cut at the university and college level. So much. Uh, Washington Free Beacon. Feds spend $587,000 to make engineering a safe zone for LGBTQ students. Wait, what? Have you dealt with engineers? Yeah. Whether it's engineers at Raytheon or engineers here at the radio station or wherever, engineers and engineers and engineers. I mean, I know they're different facets, but the one thing that I can tell you is that I think I'm not LGBTQ. I'm H. Hetero. Oh. Um, but I need my safe zone when it comes to engineers because engineers aren't just icy to LGBTQ. They're icy to everybody that isn't an engineer because they think everybody should somehow know what they know. And that has... That has been the MO for engineers, at least at radio stations, since I've started this business 16 years ago. I'm going to show you this once and just once. Hey, thanks. I'm not in. We have this new program installed that we run everything on all these years ago. And I was like, I, where I came from in the same company, we didn't have this. When I went to Waco, we have this system. It's called NextGen. In, uh, in fairness to the engineer... I mean, he's an engineer, so he doesn't know any better. But he looked at me when I got down to Waco, and he's like, I said, I've never used this. He goes, I'm going to give you 15 minutes and just 15 minutes. Thanks. Like Geico. Pretty much. National Science Foundation. Spending over 100 grand to create safe zone inclusion training so more members of the LGBTQ community can become engineers. It's going to start in 2018. It's going to keep on going. Over two separate grants totaling 587 grand awarded Thursday. 473 grand awarded to the American Society for Engineering Education, 114 grand to University of Illinois at Urbana Champaign. Champagne? So here we go. Apparently, the focus of the study is to find ways to combat what the researchers call a chilly environment for lesbian, gay, and transgender individuals in engineering labs. So here's the thing, apparently. I didn't realize this. I thought engineers were just pompous because they 
They believe they're smarter than everyone. Apparently, if you're an engineer, and I know we have lots of Raytheon listeners, you can let me know. Apparently, if you're an engineer, you don't like anybody that's LGBTQ. That's the, how else am I supposed to read this? The study aims to foster inclusion. 587 grand for this. Foster inclusion and allow college faculty and professors to become change agents. What? Recent research on the experiences of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer individuals in engineering has shown that the climate can be unfriendly or chilly for both students and professionals. You know, because maybe they're there to work and not mm. like, you know, have a have playtime. Yeah, man, and maybe that they are mean to other people. Doesn't matter if they're gay or straight or not. They're just mean to people that don't know the answers or can't do the work because they're engineers. That's what they do. Sounds like you had a bad experience. Well, I think, come on, really? Yeah. I love our engineers. They're so awesome if they're listening right now. I'm just saying, you know how it is to try to... I have no problem with oh, them. Oh, you're such a jerk. I speak engineering. Yeah, exactly. It's your fault. Uh-huh. <laughs> a chilly climate for LGBTQ individuals can be found in every sector of STEM professions. Cultural norms, professional ideologies make it difficult to recognize and rectify exclusionary practices. How are they excluded? You know, this is, you what, know what this is. Just, I want money. This is, I want money. What do you, what do you guys want when you go to class or want to be something? Do you want to yeah, go and true. have friends or do you want to do a job and make money? you got to be nice to me. You know, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, no. they're, they're just mad that I can't get the answer. Not because I can't get the answer, but because I'm LGBTQ. No, I don't think so. You're making excuses for your shortcomings yeah. is what it is. Uh-huh. This is nuts. I mean... I know. We were at the live broadcast for the Harvey Relief. Yes. Uh, guy brought his son. He's a he's a uh, uh, architectural engineer at the U of A. <laughs> now the oh, engineer's left. He's staring at me. He knows. He knows. Mm. I'm right. I'm right. Come on in. We got to get him in. It's He's true. actually listening. He's actually listening. Crap. He's the one. I forgot what I was saying. It's Anyways. A U of A architectural engineer. Yeah, yeah. He was he was, he was was quiet guy. Real serious kind of dude. I tried to make some jokes at him. He didn't laugh. That's my saying. jokes are funny. Exactly. But that's just, he's a serious dude. They're serious people. That's what it is. And, 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 stop, and listen, Ryan's H also, we think. But um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Just on Monday. Was his name Art Vandalay? From Vandalay Industries? Yes. No, that was 852. We'll continue. KNST AIM 792. Sounds most stimulating talk. Big problem in Hungary. Uh, migrants, you name it, crossing their border with Serbia. You know what they did? They built a wall, double-layered wall, double-layer fencing, actually. A boatload more border agents. You know what it's done in the past two years? Cut illegal immigration by over 99%. I have that story on my page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. That way you can get that stuff yourself, because I have it there. Three things I think you need to know. No, no. I'm hoping Trump has said enough is enough with these uh, these wimps. I'm hoping. Again, really quick, and we'll get to all these stories I've teased, but uh, can you play Kellyanne Conway from over the weekend, president spokesman, just in case you're still nervous? I, I think he said enough is enough. Like, like what happened is that the Democrats, Chuck and Nancy, ran, took things out of context, went to the media. They knew they'd run with it. Trump said no wall funding. He doesn't need this, does he? All lies. All lies. President had backtrack. You know what? He's going to say, all right, you know what? I got a deal done to to not shut down the government. But now, now, you know what? Um, turns out that uh, that I can't trust these guys. I never really could, but I can't even trust them that much more. This is what Kellyanne Conway said over the weekend on Fox News Go. 
The president has made clear, including this week, that if there's no funding for the wall, no deal can be made. He mm -hmm. said it as plainly as, as possible for all to hear. That's, those are the president's words. Take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. I like that. Take it to the bank. Mm -mm -mm. Um, so that's, that's going to be just fine. That's going to be just fine. Um, oh, there's other things. Uh, why don't we do this first? Why don't, I like this one. This is another good one of mine. Did you hear about the 11-year-old boy who said, I want, to, uh, I want to mow the lawn at the White House? Yeah. Sent a letter to the White House. His name's Frank. He said he's been mowing his neighbor's lawns in Virginia, Falls Church, Virginia, and he was like, you know what, can I, can I mow the White House lawn? I'm assuming he gets paid, right? Well, it depends. So, so they, they got that. They got that letter, right? Is it in the budget? Yeah. <laughs> it's on the books. Uh, and Sarah Huckabee Sanders read that, a, you know, month, like a, maybe a month ago, a few weeks ago at a, at a briefing and said, we're going to invite him to the White House and he's going to mow the lawn. And the kid was there with Trump and he's got the goggles on and the gloves and he's mowing the lawn. I wonder if it's a push mower. Yes, I it was. Was it a push mower? It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't a self-propelled? No, it was a push mower. You know that for a fact? Yeah, I saw the pictures of him pushing the mower. That is a push mower, right? Well, you still push even when it's self-propelled. What? It looks like he has his thumbs holding up another thing, which would be the self-propel. I don't, I don't think, if you can't confirm, then we don't know. Now, I, I, you know, I think most lawnmowers are made self-propelled nowadays. Either you ride it or you push it. And he's, no. There's a, it's what happens when you, grow, you live you know, in Arizona so long. Self-propel, you don't ride it, but when you push it, it kind of goes and you kind of just make sure you steer it correctly. You never had a self-propelled lawnmower? It's witchcraft is what this is. You're, you, you, don't, you don't know what you're talking about. What? Are you, what? You're like my wife. Let me tell you something. Right after I got married. Good looking guess. It, right after I got married, um, we went back to our home that we built in Waco. And it was like gone for three weeks because we got married. When a honeymoon came back and the lawn was like a good foot high. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we need a lawnmower. So we went to go get a lawnmower. And this is where like the whole marriage thing starts, okay? Maybe it is. It looks like he is pushing pretty good, though. But it was self-propelled. It kind of goes, and you kind of hold it. You kind of, you kind of hold it in line. What's wrong with you? Don't you ever understood this stuff? I, how, I, how am I a white guy telling you about lawn mowing? Because I'm a real man, and I do it the real way. You don't have a lawn. You're right, but when I did, <laughs> but when I did before I had rocks, which I have to rake, I don't have a push. Trust me, my, my my old parents' house out in in, in Long Island, it had sure. a big piece of property, and it was a big Sears Craftsman. <laughs> it was before self propel. That sucked. That sucked. Oh, so you had a motor? I was on Ten it. years old. I didn't have a motor on ours. You pushed it. Well, obviously, and the friction with the grass and the wheels your spun this parents big didn't like you very much. That wasn't covered in any way. Went spinning. Uh, you know, but, but look at the grass on the White House. It's pretty long. They, <laughs> they like, waited. Trump's like, let it grow longer to teach his kid a lesson. Anyway. <laughs> Earn your keep, so, so really quick. So we go to the, we go to the, the hardware store my yeah. shout out, to go get a lawnmower, right? Mm -hmm. And my wife's with me. We literally just got married a couple of weeks before. We're just in Waco together. Like, this is all oh, we're the honeymoon phase, right? So she comes with me. I'll go with you. Okay, cool. And I look at the guy and I said, all right, where are the self-propelled lawnmowers? And at that point, that's when marriage started. My wife's like, wait, what? And I said, self-propelled. And she said, you don't need a self-propelled lawnmower. Oh, boy. And I, I'm like, okay, we're married for like eight minutes. I said, <laughs> uh, you, don't, you don't know what you're talking about. No, no, you need exercise. And I'm like, 
She didn't say any of this before we got married. We're married now for eight minutes, and now she's telling me I can't get a self-propelled lawnmower and I need exercise. This is what the guys were telling me. Can't go back now. So I and the the guy that's working at the hardware store is just looking at her like, oh, really? <laughs> and then he's looking at me like, dude, I feel bad for you. And that was the first of many arguments that I was correct, but lost. Un <laughs> correct. Well, I was right about that, but at the same time, I lost. And if you're a man, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I. Not only that, it looks like it's gas. It's yeah, I gas, gas too, of course. So I oh, buy electric I, ones. It doesn't. Yeah. So exactly. I buy I buy this, and I'm like, you don't know what you're talking. No, you got Mike. You know what? I'm not going to argue with you. Because I wanted to make her feel bad, but she never felt bad about that. And and I got this push mower, and then we'd have friends come over, and I'd tell the story, and they go, you made them buy a push mower? <laughs> well, it's probably too expensive. 50 bucks more for the self-propelled. That's it? Yes, 50 bucks more. Even her dad was like, why'd you do that? So to this day, I still bust her chops about this. Right? I still bust her chops. So anyway, the kid was pushing it. He was pushing it, pushing it. That's the whole point. And he mows the lawn and leave it to a guy, a reporter from the New York Times, to think that this is somehow bad that an 11-year-old kid is like, I'm going to mow the lawn of the White House. Somehow Trump letting this 11-year-old mow the lawn of the White House is a bad thing. Do you know why? You want to hear his tweet? This is Stephen Greenhouse. Go ahead. It's Greenhouse gas. Because everything he does is... Gassy? Seems to be that way. Hot air coming out. He tweets, not sending a great signal on child labor, minimum wage, and occupational safety. Trump White House lets a 10-year-old volunteer mow a lawn. The kid mows lawns in his neighborhood. I started mowing my lawn when I was 10 years old also. Are you kidding me? So Trump letting this happen, a kid's like, I want to do it. It's a great thing. The guy has to find a problem with Trump doing this. It sends a great, not doesn't send a good signal on child labor, minimum wage, occupational safety. Has this guy heard in China? Well, he was probably typing that on Twitter on his iPhone, made in China by, yes. An eight-year-old. Yes. Did he not see the movie made here in Tucson, Can't Buy Me Love? Granted, that was a ride-on mower. Still. And then he tweets, what this kid wants to do is noble, but sorry, I'm mindful of problems. I've written lots about child labor and kids being hurt by machinery. Like holy bicycles? I don't, I don't, holy freaking snowflake Batman. Are you kidding me? Does this guy have a problem with tag? Kickball? Soccer? <laughs> Anything that's been banned. Child labor laws. What about shoveling snow? Should kids not? Because I remember I was like eight shoveling snow back in Long Island. Was that bad too? Yes, that's actually Looking torture. back, it was horrible. <laughs> My mom made me do that. But enough <laughs> is enough. You know what they eventually bought besides the regular shover is, is a snowplow shovel. You know, you just kind of go and it... A, a snowblower? Is that what it is? Well, that's what we call it. I don't want to say a snowblower that produces snow, but this was, it looked like a shovel. You, you plug it in yeah. and then you just go and it just, you kind of push it and it just shoots the snow away. That way you don't have to really break your back shoveling, picking it up. Yeah, yeah, same thing. I forget what it's called. It's been too damn long. Well, we call them snowblowers on the West Coast. There you go. Maybe it was a snow, but whatever. It's, it's like a big, uh, like, yes. a lot, like a lawnmower. Yes, but it wasn't that big. It was like the, the, the shape of a shovel, size of a shovel. 
And you just do that. You walk down the driveway and you kept pushing it forward till it was on the street. And then you dealt with the cars. Was it, <laughs> was it self-propelled too? No, you had to push it, but it's better than shoveling it. By the way, I was so upset. Here's another quick story about the about my wife and cutting grass. We were having a Labor Day party at our home, and I did the radio show that, that morning there in, in Waco. And we were having people come over about 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, whatever it is. And my wife, and I said, I'll come home and I'll mow the lawn. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm very particular. You might, I'm a control freak. You know, it's one, it's got to be horizontal, then it's going to be vertical, then diagonal. And I rotate it. That's what you do to get the best way to grow your grass. You have to cut it differently every single time. We have a skinny part of grass next to the driveway, and it takes more effort, but it was due to be horizontal, right? Everything. So you'd have to go back and forth, back and forth. Sometimes it would be as wide as 12 feet. Sometimes it's like wide as like, you know, six feet. So it's a quick thing. Just turn it. My wife got lazy. I drove up, and she's out there just finishing. And instead of me saying, thank you for doing that for me, you saved me time, I looked at her, I said, why did you do this part vertical? It's supposed to be horizontal. Oh, and that, God. of course, is the wrong thing to say. Did you follow up with, I should have. But then what does she do? Because she has to rub it in, right? She goes to put the lawnmower back in the garage and tries to push it close to the wall and puts her hand on the motor, or which is hot. burning hot. I had to take her to the... Uh, to urgent care, she had second and third degree burns on her fingers. This is what I get for helping you. Well, why would you take that? Don't uh, put your hand on the motor. You can't say. Again, this is another another argument where I was correct, but I lost the argument. When you get home and you park the car, do you open the hood and touch the motor? You, know, you might as well say, shh, there also, okay? When you boil water for soup. Shh. Again, who does the cooking? Have you noticed that I do everything? Well, nobody gets hurt that way, so I see why. Maybe it's a good thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm Everybody okay with eats that. well, you eat what you want, and nobody gets hurt. That's a, oh, good, boy. That's a good way to go. <clears throat> oh, boy. By the way, this is a gas mower. It's not self-propelled. Of course, it's not self-propelled. So the kid's working hard. Yeah, this guy's, ah oh, man, labor law. You wuss at the shut up. thinking just shut up. New York Times. I, I know. I just uh, get out of here. And there's so much happening. We Good have to get this. What? Which one? I don't even know if I want to play the stupid Emmys people anymore. I'm, I'm not sure. It's, 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 it's even worth it. No. No is my answer. Nobody cares about these people. Half the movies they make stink. Maybe we should talk about that nature movie, though. Which one's that? The one with, or Mother. Sorry, not Nature. Mother. Mother? With yeah. e- mother exclamation point? <laughs> with what's her name? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. It's Jennifer good. Lawrence. It's glorious, man. The reviews. Come it's, on. It's awful. They said it's like the worst movie of all time. <laughs> which made. I'm like, have you, I've seen some bad movies like uh, the Bill Murray one with Scarlett Johansson. Lost in Translation was a horrible movie. You know what's bad? The Bad Lieutenant French Quarter. I don't know that Nicolas is. Cage. No. Don't ever you waste your life. You know what was life. even worse? Maybe the worst movie of all time? The remake of Footloose. Wait, wait, why? The remake of Footloose. Exactly. It was in the theaters for seven minutes. My wife and I, years ago, wanted to go see a movie. There was nothing there. Like, let's just go see this. We walked out after 10 minutes. It was so bad. Did you ever see Clan of the Cave Bear? No. Don't. I'm just saying real movies, okay? Oh, that was a real movie. It had Daryl Hannah in it. Darryl I'm Hannah. talking about a real movie. Back in the 80s, Daryl Hannah. No? Nah, I'm over her. I just can't get over the fact this guy said there was child labor laws. Everybody <laughs> in there, every parent across America be arrested having their kid mow the lawn. Ugh. <sighs> God. Not us. We don't have a (laughs) lot. Don't rake the rocks. Don't rake the rock the wrong way. Wear your goggles. (laughs) Wear your goggles. Where's your gloves? He was wearing his gloves and his goggles, though. That's right. I've seen too many kids get hurt.
I grew up. I've never known one of my friends getting hurt mowing the lawn. You got hurt mowing the lawn? I got hurt mowing the lawn. Doing what? Shot a rock out, hit the house, and came back and hit me in the face. I wish I would have seen that. Oh, my God. It was incredible. That's pretty good. You couldn't do it again if you tried. Thank, a yeah, a push you. mower did that? Yes. I was, I was mowing the front yard. You must have been exerting some major force. Dude, our front yard in my parents' place is as big as this room right here. That's as big as it is. And just pushing along. You were not made to mow a lawn. I'm no. just telling you. Or trim hedges or do anything like that. That's not right. It's true. You should see, uh, I, cut my, <laughs> I cut my mom's honeysuckle plant. Apparently, you're not supposed to do that. And she yelled at me for hours. Well, she should. I'm glad. I hope it hurts. Uh, <laughs> I have more. 925 now on KNST AM 790. Um, you have to see this. This is on or hear this. this. Again, I don't want to play her anymore because it's just so bad, but she's such an idiot. Hillary doing another interview about her book. Well, they ask her about a particular incident that happened on the campaign trail, and you know it. If it affected the outcome at all, wait till you hear this. You have to hear it. It's coming up. Morning Ritual, Gary Lewis, KNST, AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. 9.30, thank you for hanging out. At KNST.com, I have that funny little video that somebody created about Trump hitting a golf ball and somehow magically it hits Hillary in the back and she falls over. Now, Trump did hit a golf ball and then Hillary did actually trip walking into a plane. They just made the golf ball there and then Trump retweeted that video. And that's... People are like, oh, the media, that's alarming. Really? Again, in America, we don't find that alarming. We find it funny. In America, what we find alarming is Susan Rice lying five times on Sunday shows about what started, uh, what what made Benghazi happen. We find alarming giving billions of dollars to Iran. That's what we find alarming. I know, we'll get to that in a second. Wait, wait. What, you are, is it going to happen? Wait, oh, that? see, it is self-propelled. See, that's why I pushed no, the no, thing no, down. No, 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 no. That right there, like that. Oh, the big high five that yeah. Trump gave the guy? But it was like solid. Sorry, Ryan's no. finding the video of the, the 11-year-old mowing the lawn at the White House. And you imagine, and Trump's talking to the kid's dad. It's a hell of a mower you got there. Here's a little thing. Right? You look a little skinny. You can be able to push that thing right there. High five, yeah. Isn't that the, the safety? You got to hold that. If, if you let it go, it turns itself off. Maybe. <laughs> I, it's been a while. That's so how ours was. But I mean, that, that too, but that also was the thing you'd push to self-propel to, to get it going. Sorry. Just stop. You're spoiled. You haven't mowed the lawn since the 90s. And you know what? You're right. And I'm okay with that. Anyway, I want you to hear. Where's that Where's that video? Where, where's that audio? This is Hillary, and I'm going to put this video up at KNST.com. She's doing, you know, she's making the rounds for her book. And this just happened this morning or whatever. PBS. PBS uh, put this out. For the first time, like ever, somebody's Judy Woodruff. And she asks Hillary about the tarmac meeting between Bill Clinton and uh, Loretta Lynch. And Hillary's face says it all. She makes Mika's face look happy. She looks like she is so pissed at this. How dare you ask me that question? I'm not supposed to get these questions. You guys are on my side. Anyway, just listen to the question. I'll put the video up at KNST.com, and I'll put it on KNST's Facebook page and my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like and follow. Listen, here we go. You single out James Comey. Yes, I do. The former FBI director. Mm -hmm. My question, though, is he was in the role he was in because the then Attorney General, Loretta Lynch, had pulled back and essentially turned over the leading role in overseeing the FBI, the investigation into your emails, um, because of that meeting on the airport tarmac with your husband, with former President Bill Clinton. So my question is, to what extent did Loretta Lynch 
and President Clinton make a costly mistake. Judy, I just don't buy that. <laughs> I honestly reject that premise, uh, partly really? because uh, there's a chain of command in the Justice Department. Oh, okay. There's a deputy uh -huh. attorney general. We done. all now know who it was, Sally Yates, a woman of experience and integrity. Who tried to undermine Trump and not go by what he said to do. Remember that, the directives of President as the chief executive when he first got elected? She just, I'm not going to enforce this stuff. We're not going to do this stuff here. You can stand up to him. Great integrity. Uh, anyway, so Hillary, in her own warped mind, literally thinks nobody was bothered by her husband meeting with the attorney general who was supposed to be investigating her email scandal. Because why not? I mean, what did he have to say? Do you would have been, it would have been great to follow up. So you really think that your husband was really just talking about grandkids and golf? Like he was like, oh, it's 115 degrees in Phoenix, so it's 135 on the tarmac at Sky Harbor. I think I should hop off this air-conditioned plane and walk out onto that blistering hot tarmac in June and go up those stairs and go talk to the attorney general. I'm sorry, yeah, the attorney general of the United States... Loretta Lynch, who's investigating my wife, who's running for president. Nobody's going to think anything of it. But you got to see Hillary's face. This will be up on my page at KNST.com in just about two or three minutes. Her face is epic. It is epically awesome. It is so good. And then we'll get to who Superman is protecting. Now, it's not, not Americans. Not Americans. Uh, that and uh, some more, uh, oh yeah, some more... Uh, Transgender studies you're paying for. It's all coming up. 9.35 on KNST AM 790. We'll get to it about 6. Here is Fox. Fuck. Yep, 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 yep. I'm getting. I'm trying to read these during the show. It's hard to do, but I'm getting uh, emails from parents about what their kids are being taught at school, which is quite frightening. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow. And i got to make some phone calls to find out what, if anything, is going to be done at Tucson Magnet High. Two of the five assistant principals... Uh, we're at that assembly where they started doing pro-DACA, pro-illegal alien stuff. That's crazy, but it's there. Three things I think you need to know right now very quickly. Number one, Republicans are trying to get a repeal and replace of Obamacare done. They think they have 48 or 49 votes. It would just take the money and block ran it back to the states. According to Rand Paul, 90% of Obamacare would still live. That's not good. Um, White House kind of shrugged their shoulders at this when they were presented it. I wish you the best of luck. Uh, and by the way, while they're working on this, uh, while they're, I mean, are they working on this? Obamacare rates, according to the CBO, going up 15%. Health insurance going up 15% across the board next year, according to the CBO. Uh, and what are the Republicans working on? Trying to get amnesty or legalization for illegal aliens. America first, huh? Second thing that I think you need to know, ratings at the Emmys dropping to lower than what they were last year, which was a low. How about that one? Hollywood Reporter had the details. Uh, turns out that um, it says right here... Uh, Ratings are down 2% from the previous year. That means it'll fall below the 11.3 million people that watched it last year. And an 8.2 overnight rating, football had a 12.6. Third thing, I think you need to know I like this one the best. Hungary had a problem with illegal immigrants, uh, people crossing their border illegally. It's from Serbia. You know what Hungary did? They built a double-layered fence and hired more border patrol. They did that in 20... They did that. You know what happened? Illegal immigrants, people crossing the border illegally. What, it was 391,000 in 2015, dropped to 1,184 in 2017, dropped by over 99%. And the UN, they still don't get it. Some UN official who saw this said, quote, is a UN refugee agency chief, Filippo Grandi. Quote, when I was standing at the border fence today, I felt the entire system is designed to keep people, many of whom are fleeing war and persecution, out of the country. Yeah, that's the reason. Why? Because of 3B. The London bombing... 
that took place a terror attack. 18-year-old Iraqi refugee, 21-year-old Syrian refugee. Those are two guys that did it. And one of them, an 18-year-old Iraqi refugee, was in custody two weeks before that, and they let him go. Three things I think you need to know. Man, there's a lot of stuff going on, isn't there? A lot of stuff. I have that video, by the way, of Hillary. Her face, she's so mad, so mad at the uh, the idea of being asked that question about the tarmac. Anyway, so we have that. There's so much we need to get to still. I have uh, free college education, apparently not working out so well. I'll tell you where. We'll do it tomorrow. Uh, now, this is great. Superman. And I'm, I, I guess I'm out of touch with this. Are people still reading comic books? Yes. They're, they're a big deal? Yeah. Hmm. It's a good way to you know promote literacy. Yeah. Reading. Well, Superman, the comic book. I didn't say that one. Um, Superman. Apparently, it's number Action Comics number 987, The Oz Effect, released Wednesday. So it's after President Trump made his announcement about DACA. The most recent issue, coincidence or not, who knows? Superman, apparently, is now protecting illegal aliens from white supremacists. Yep. Really? Superman arrives in the nick of time to protect a group of undocumented immigrants from a white man sporting an American flag bandana wielding a machine gun who is going to shoot them for taking his job. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Superman blocks the bullets before they hit the terrified people. Stop this, Superman says. Why? The apparently white supremacists said they call them white supremacists. I don't know. They ruined me, stole from me. Grabbing the governor by the collar, pulling him in close, Superman says the only person responsible for the blackness smothering your soul is you. Hmm. Is Superman an illegal alien? Literally? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He is an alien? And he wasn't given permission to come here. Uh-oh. But he came here when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. His parents sent him here. So he's DACA. He's oh a my DACA recipient. Well, if there was DACA. Well. That's funny. Yeah, his parents <laughs> sent him here by himself. <laughs> across the universe. What kind of parents do that? Yeah, I mean, not even just through Mexico, but across the whole universe. It's a great, it's a great point, Ryan. <laughs> On a rock through space. <laughs> it's kind of dangerous. I wouldn't send my kid through that. Have you tried? Depends what he... Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, 63 counties, by the way, projected to have no Obamacare insurer in 2018. Oh, 1,472 counties will have just one insurer. And what are the Republicans... What are they working on? Legalization of people that are not Americans. I just wanted to throw that out there. Because I can. All right, uh, what else do we have? What? Oh, yeah, there's uh, there's more stuff here. Yes, 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 yes. Where's, oh, here we go. National Institutes of Health, Washington Free Beacon. You just, I didn't get a chance to do these. Uh, they are announcing new transgender studies that cost $200,000 each. What's the point? What's the point? And by the way, this is on the heels of a Republican-controlled Senate approving a $2 billion increase for the National Institutes of Health. Trump wanted to get rid of it or cut a lot of it. And these Republicans, these cor- corrupt crony Republicans... It'd be nice if Jeff Flake outed the Republicans wanting this stuff. He outs the actual grants, never outs the people. They're all part of the same team. Anyway, you ready for this? Uh, the grant says, this funding opportunity announcement calls for exploratory or developmental research on the health of transgender and gender nonconforming people. Okay. Uh, it includes also individuals who are making or who have made a transition from being identified as one gender to the other. 
and others that question it and everything else. What's the point? What, do they even have any idea what they're going to do? Anyway, some research topics included studies on understanding the impact of stigma, minority stress, diversity in gender identity and expression. Wait, what? Transgender employment and incarceration. And more info is needed on relationships with partners and family as well as on sexual and reproductive health. Um, a transgender woman can't have pe- babies. I just saved you $200,000. Do you know that for a fact? Yeah, it's a guy. Chromosomes. Anyway, uh, this is what they're doing. A whole bunch of studies at two hundred grand a pop. Mm-hmm. Great way to use your money, isn't it? Isn't it? Ay, 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 ay. Uh, there's more. Man, I'm getting all kinds of emails on this stuff. We've learned a lot today. You can't have your kid mow the lawn if you're a New York Times reporter. Don't tell them. Shh. By the way, really good. That New York Times reporter that's upset at the, uh, the, the 11-year-old mowing the White House lawn, I'd like to be his neighbor. Now you got to, you know, oh, we can't have that guy. He can't see our son mowing the lawn. He'll call the <laughs> cops on us. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. All right, we're going to continue in uh, in four nine fifty two. There's oh, there's always more. We'll play. We'll play a couple of highlights from the Emmys. If you missed it, just some real nasty people, just nasty stuff. It's coming up. KNST AM seven ninety two. Maybe the most racist thing you've heard in a while. KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating.